Welcome back to 1010's Podcast. My name is Michael with Adam and Robbie, and we are on the phone this week with the man, the myth, the legend, the real, coming to defend his namesake, Mr. Rocky Butler. What's going on? Oh, not much. Uh, we appreciate you being a good sport yeah. and coming on and uh, standing up for yourself, I guess, for lack of a better term. Uh, oh, dude, I was just laughing because uh, even my mom commented on there that she was laughing about that, that, you know, you guys didn't believe the name was real. So It's not that necessarily – your name's not that far out in the weeds, but we run no. into some people that have some really goofy – they're in the car industry and they have car-related names – and you just wonder, you wonder if those names are fabricated. It's too convenient. It's a little too convenient. Like, you what? were born with that name. Either you were born with that name and that was that life path was chosen for you, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or you changed your oh, name yeah. at some point. Rocky Butler, I mean, that's, that's a, so is your first name actually Rocky? Is that your, yeah. your full first name? Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, my my real name is Rocky Butler. It's what it says on my ID and you can find me pretty much on everything social media with just typing in my name. You got Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff. People are interested in in following you and what you do. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how interested they are, but I post it. It's up there. Um, I mean, the the Twitter. I don't even know how to really use it, but I have one. I don't remember the last time I actually signed into it, though. That's like us. We yeah, gave up. That's exactly where we're at. <laughs> we I, like I kind of gave up on it, but yeah, you know, I'm always on Instagram and Facebook, though. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, so before we got started, we were talking about you ride in a lot of different disciplines. Um, I mean, you could start wherever you want to with that. Uh, the, I guess the interesting thing for me is you were posting about Supermoto on your Instagram this week, and it seemed like you were you were kind of asking people if they found that annoying. Maybe not annoying, but like if it was outside of what they wanted to see on your Instagram, which I thought was kind of interesting. Like if there's some sort of rift between the different types of riding. Oh, well, I mean, like, I I race, you know, pretty much anything. Oh, no. I think we lost him. Oh, no. But I grew up riding motocross and stuff like that. And so uh, motocross, you know, off-road, arena cross. Um, you know, I do have to correct you guys. I never did supercross. You guys said I did supercross. Never did <laughs> supercross, unfortunately. I always tried to get there, but, you know, never quite had the luck with that stuff. But, uh, yeah, there's, there's always the uh, – the thing with like most people is like uh, moto guys are like strictly moto, like motocross. Like so, it's like the, if you're racing on track and stuff, like most of those people that do that are very specific to that and don't really ride outside of like motocross tracks. Um, it, it's it's a tight knit group and it's usually a fun time to be around that. But uh, you know, like you like to go do other things like off road and whatnot like that. Like in supermoto, supermoto is kind of like the the kind of like foreign thing because like it was popular back in like i want to say oh eight because they had some really big names racing it and like x games like you know chad reed uh travis pastrana jeremy mcgrath jeff ward and i believe mickey diamond as well like i mean some big names were racing that and i think mickey hayden as well too um but you know that that kind of stuff is like um, since that sport has kind of like disappeared from the spotlight. And it's you don't really, especially like here in Idaho where I'm at, like dude, there's not a single supermoto track here, like at all. So like there's nowhere for us to practice that. So like it's kind of foreign here, but like California, like and down south where it's always warm, they have like a whole lifestyle of that, like that whole culture like, down there for that stuff. So my question was for supermoto. I mean, I don't. 
I don't want to assume what people know that listen to this show because it's mainly car related, but it's it's a mixed surface, right? So you've got jumps, you've got a portion of it's concrete. Um, you know, what's kind of the basics of that? I mean, the the supermoto stuff is uh, it's really interesting because supermoto you take uh, you take different size rims and uh, you put on slicks and do uh, and you set up the bike differently to you know you're gonna have to throw on like triple clamps to adjust the rake of the fork and oversized front brakes and rotors, all that. So you can uh, slow down. But the really interesting thing about supermoto to me being a, a motocross kid and all that is that, uh, you know, the, the, I've never in my life seen tire blankets on a motorcycle. I mean, <laughs> to me, that was the most foreign thing I've ever seen. Um, but I mean, it was, it was really cool to, uh, check it out and see what it was and, you know, like actually like see what they do, like, and not start to learn it and understand it. Um, cause like, you know, Robbie mentioned, um, Sturgis was my first time on a supermoto bike ever. I mean, I was a borrowed bike. Um, I hopped on borrowed bike. The dude that I borrowed the bike from got like first or second. Um, his name's Sean Butterman, absolute bad dude on a bike. Um, but like it, the the whole thing with the tire warmers is it's so different because like you um, you get more traction as you're racing throughout the race and so like you go from the the or on the asphalt the asphalt you get nice good tacky traction and then you go to the dirt and um, they had a little wall uh, jump to slow you down coming into the dirt and then a double then uh, dragons back and the double is probably like um, maybe thirty forty feet. Um, nothing too huge, but it's the, the, the tricky part is when you land onto that dirt yeah, the, with a slick, since you don't have knobs to really bite into it and like the tires won't round it off. Like it's kind of, it's kind of hard to land and get the bike to stay dead on. But I mean, just pinch like hell with your knees and lean back and you're usually golden. But then once you go off of that and then onto the asphalt again, you have to kick all the dirt off your tires again. Uh, in order to get really good traction through the corners again so it's like right as you come off like there's a lot of pictures you'll see that like where it's like kicking off dirt off the tires so it's really cool shots really cool stuff a lot of people got a really a lot of awesome shots in that area you may have explained this before but we've, we've had some issues with it cutting in and out what's your primary discipline for riding uh, like I said, I, I grew up uh, racing motocross and uh, did some arena cross and I, I mean now I'm I, do everything i'm jack of all things uh, two wheels master of none um you know i will go out and do motocross arena cross off-road uh, anything from desert to mountain to hard enduro racing to enduro cross which that's that's next one i'm doing here on uh november 3rd here in nampa idaho right next to boise i'm doing that that's my next race then um i do i'll do flat track ice riding you know, supermoto, whatever, whatever is fun on, on two wheels, I'll do it. And how did you get started in, in this whole thing of riding motorcycles? Well, I mean, uh, for how I got started, this long story. I mean, that, that starts with my family. Um, you know, the, the, the family, uh, it started with, uh, I believe my mom got my dad into riding and then, uh, my, my dad got both my brother and myself into it. And we traveled around racing, uh, around most of the country, you know, throughout most of my childhood until I was about like 16, 17. And that's about when parents got divorced and I had to start racing on my own and start doing my own thing. <laughs> so, so do you have so a, I started uh, running into all different kinds of people and figuring out that there was more to racing than just racing on the same tracks every weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Do you, do you have a team then that goes with you? 
Um, you know, honestly, at the moment, no, it's just, uh, it's just me. I'm just solo at the moment. It's, uh, I mean, I have a lot of help from sponsors and whatnot and people around me at certain events. Yeah. I mean like the AMA Supermoto guys, like, you know, at Supermoto stuff, like those guys are an awesome crew to be around. I got that crew, but I mean, it's not like I have like an actual like crew that goes with me to these races. Most of these I do by myself. But you guys kind of support each other, which is, is cool. I mean, that speaks to the culture of, of the sport. Oh yeah, I mean, it, dude, dude, you want to meet some of the nicest people you ever met? Go, go and race some off-road racing on a motorcycle. Um, in all honesty, those are hands down some of the friendliest people uh, that are down to help you out right away. Because I mean, the the ultimate end goal for like off-road racing, since it's a long distance, is surviving it, surviving the race. And so it's just all about fun and surviving it and seeing how fast you can do it. So talking to you and having his experience at Sturgis, you've ruined Robbie's life. Um, <laughs> and so he's decided that maybe he's going to give up car racing. Uh, I don't know if I'll give it ruin up. Ruin the podcast, I think, was part of what I he mean, said. it was coming eventually. Screw the podcast. Screw these race cars. We had cars. a good run. I'm going to. We did. We had a good. We had a really good run. And then he's going to buy a motorcycle. Um, so I guess my question for you would be, how would Robbie go about uh, taking that path? Well, I mean, you know, what's the the question is is uh, what what's your budget to start, and you know, what are you what are you going after? What do you want to have fun doing? What's a blue 240 worth with a Camaro motor in it? Uh, well, 240 well, prices are high now. 240 <laughs> prices are high. It's not rusty. It's not. I mean, it's fairly well maintained. I th- I think he could get like at least five grand out of it. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Jeez. Let's, be, let's okay. Let's okay. He's got a trailer. He could sell the trailer. Yeah, he let's could give downsize him, the trailer. Let's give him a generous, generous, very generous. By the okay. way, uh, just it's not realistic. But let's give okay. it to him ten thousand dollars. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, I mean, <laughs> if you got you know ten grand and to blow, I mean, then yeah, go out and get a, a new bike. Why not? I mean, support your local shop. But uh, I mean, you know, realistically, to start out, what the ideal setup to start out like uh, racing, like say motocross, would be like grab if you're. I mean, how much? How tall are you? And how much do you weigh? I'm like five eleven, one sixty. Okay. Well, I, <laughs> I, I'd probably go. Honestly, either a two like a two fifty two stroke or a one twenty five two stroke, just because like if you're on it, those are more budget friendly. Like right, the more economical like you know they're they're you can save a lot of money riding two strokes, and they're just fun to just make them just scream. Like if you can just do yeah. it right, you can just rail the piss out of them, just make them sing all the way around the track. It's such a good sound. Right, but it sounds so um, cool. <laughs> you know, uh, but realistically, like uh, EFI four stroke. The, I mean, dude. He, any of these newer EFI four strokes are, oh, dude. I mean, like personally, I run a I run a Honda four fifty uh, twenty seventeen right now. Looking at that twenty nineteen Works edition though, that's that thing's <laughs> catching my eye. I kind of want to go get that. But I mean, any any of those new nineteen bikes are all really competitive and all really good. I mean, you can hop on that thing and adjust a couple clickers, set your sag, go race some motocross or off road. Just depends on what you want to do. So you can buy a bike off of a showroom and take it out and ride it and it's competitive? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, most of these bikes are now. I mean, you get yourself a new EFI four-stroke or, I mean, hell, even get a KTM two-stroke or something like that. And, dude, those things all are, I mean, all competitive now. So, Robbie, so so what, so what? you talked about two-stroke, but what class realistically do you think that he would, he would do well in? Do you think he'd start in 125? Um, I mean... 
Let's see. How much how much does he weigh again? One like one sixty. So you're about like my build, right? Like roughly. I think you're probably yeah. a little taller than me. We had boots okay, on. Okay, well, well, I was also wearing moto boots when yeah. you saw me, so I might have been a little bit taller on that. But um, I mean, I'm six one, weigh like buck fifty, and I ride a four fifty. But um, that's just me because I've been riding for twenty two years. So I mean, that's you know my background on that. But like uh, for you, I would say you could start off really like if you want to learn how to ride a bike like properly like race like motocross and stuff like that and like do it properly then i'd go with the two stroke all day just so it's cheap learner bike you can you can pick one up pretty cheap off of craigslist too oh yeah and Not that uh, I, I those look. things are they're sweet i mean you can doesn't take too much money to keep those things running yeah so i had a, I had a yamaha with tt125 when i was really young four strokes so, i mean I, oh yeah the old ttr those things are fun pit bikes man yeah they're great <laughs> But I never did. I never got into the two-stroke, and I never got serious about it. So, well, I mean, in, in all honesty, like if you want to just like overall have fun, like um, like if you're a person that likes to go like me, like that likes to go from you know like here to clear up to the top of the mountain and stuff like that, and go up in elevation and stuff like that, um, EFI four-stroke would definitely be the way to go because I mean that way you're not messing with jetting. So, I think that. Yeah, so I didn't realize they have they have EFI on bikes now, or like yeah, dude. The, when those key. first EFI four strokes came out, those were a huge difference. I mean, I was riding uh, I, I test rode um, for I test rode these guys' bikes. Um, they had an 08 Cali 450, and then I had my 09 Cali 450, which is the first year of fuel injection. I did side by side, same track, tested it. Dude, holy crap! The, the the hammer down, the throttle response difference is just insane. EFI four strokes are just so awesome. You just hammer down. I mean, like you, you blip that throttle, it's hammer down. It's sick. So that's what you're gonna be looking at, Robbie. That's gonna be your Craigslist search. No carburetors, still a good thing here. But, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm good with that. Yeah, I mean, you could probably find some de- like a decent EFI four stroke on Craigslist, but you just gotta know what to look for when you're looking at a bike for wear and tear. Yeah. What are you looking at for wear items on a bike? Um, I mean, personally, I, I look at a lot of different things. Um, I look at, you know, like swing arm, look at how bad, like, has he, you know, adjusted the chain a lot? Has he broke the chain before? Is there dings in it? Um, I look to the hubs, look to the, you know, look to look at everything, make sure it's all good, make sure the spokes aren't loose, obviously, because that's just poor bike maintenance. And then, uh, you know, I, I check all around the motor mainly, um, and the frame. The frame is really important. You gotta make sure the frame is still like legit. Like if it's, uh, in my opinion, if if somebody powder coats something, they're they're typically hiding something or an imperfection or something like that. And I I don't like to do that because that messes with the messes with the bike in my opinion. But I uh, look around like engine cases, see if they're like really scratched up, beat up. Look at the top of the the motor, make sure it's not filthy nasty leaking oil around the the gasket area um st- like the cam gasket stuff like that you know do you have to tear those motors down very often um i mean in all honesty that just comes down to how hard you ride a bike um i mean personally like myself i, I ride bikes pretty pretty hard when i race motocross um so i tend to break stuff and uh like when i was running a EFI 250F, um, I had to at least replace the piston every uh, shoot, probably 35 hours on the bike, but Ooh. I changed the oil like every ride, 
uh, oil filter every other ride. Um, obviously, go through the air filter every ride and stuff like that. Like I, I'm, I'm kind of OCD about my bike maintenance for the most part. It's not a bad thing. Robbie's kind of the same way about his car maintenance, so I assume that would spill fit, over. That, that fits. It fits me really well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's good. I mean, that that then you have good habits. Um, just make sure you stay in those good habits. You know. Yep. I suppose on a bike, it's not the end of the world. You know, as far as having having it's to do not, maintenance, it's not, it's a, that's not eight quarts of oil. Yeah, an oil change is a lot more. <laughs> yeah, that's like, it's, it's one. It's like one bottle of oil. Yeah, maybe. yeah. The okay. scale yeah, a little like one and a half. You know, but. Like that. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be, if anything, it's cheaper, long term. Like long term, it's definitely I, way cheaper. I do it well, every time I, I mean, go out, it's yeah, still cheaper. You're gonna look at somewhere items like you know your tires and your chains and sprockets and whatnot. But I mean, and if you wreck a lot, you're gonna go through bars and grips and levers. Yeah. What's a set of tires cost? Like, what's that gonna run me? Oh shoot, uh, I haven't had to look up the cost of an, a tire in a long time. Um, <laughs> good for you. <laughs> that's, good. that's a pretty yeah. Just, or the I opposite. Just, like, just say hey, uh, you know, I tell the guys at Moto One uh, here in Boise, Idaho. I just say hey, guys, uh, I just need a back tire. Da, 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 and I go in there and I just run my card. I mean, I, I don't, I don't ever really look at the price. Um, but I, I think mean, that probably, means like, that they're a lot like, more reasonable. Five, bucks. Oh my like, god. Front, and then like probably like. I don't know, I mean, I know that I know for a fact that like supermoto tires are way more expensive. I found that one out. Look, I've been looking into this whole supermoto build since Sturgis. <laughs> I believe, yeah, I believe that. those are probably a little bit closer, like uh, like sport bikes or super bikes, aren't they? Uh, I mean, kind of, but not really. I mean, no. like, so like the the supermoto build, like what I've looked at and what I've looked into, what I could do, I could. I could convert my bike right now that I have for mm, probably three grand or less. Okay. But that, that's, I mean, that's, you know, I'd have to, I'd have to um, go and find a piece of paper where I actually have it all tallied up of how much it would cost. But those are at my cost, not at uh, most people's costs. So, I, I mean, I don't know. It's 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 not too hard to build a, a supermoto bike. It's just the hard part would be figuring out the suspension and how to set up your suspension from there. Because suspension on a bike is really important. Um, I mean, it's not like your car suspension where it's just going to hit, you know, like a couple bumps in the road or you know get a little sideways, get a little loose, and have to wait it. It's you're you're going over jumps, you're hitting bumps. That thing could buck you off and flip you over pretty quick and easy if you don't have it set up right. Yeah, that was one thing I noticed the difference is like between the, some of the guys that are real fast and like people that look like they've been doing this a long time versus some people that looked like they were relatively new, like you and a few other guys, you know, looked like everything was dialed. There's a few other guys that would take the jump and just bottom out or, you know, looked like get super squirrely and had no confidence going into the next jump. So I mean, it was just, yeah, you could just tell the, how important that was. Yeah. I mean, most of those guys on supermoto uh, suspension, they run like a, a little bit lower suspension, um, stiffer, and like I, uh, the, the bike that I was on, I believe was just motocross suspension on it. So it was something I was actually familiar with. I mean, motocross suspension is pretty easy to get dialed in. So makes sense. So I guess when you look at your career and, and where it's going and where you want it to go, ultimately, where do you want to end up? I mean, ultimately, ultimately where I want to end up is just, I don't know, riding around having fun on two wheels and doing what I can, you know, I mean, it's, uh, I, I would like to go after a full season of AMA supermoto and actually go 
go for it as a racer since I've been the announcer for the series. Um, but I mean, you know, that that's I'll have to talk with those guys and see what's up and see if I can actually make something like that happen. And plus, I'd probably definitely need a couple of sponsors to help out on that because that's going to be a little harder to do that one. I'm going to probably actually need a a group with me to help with the tire blankets and stuff. Cause them tire blankets are a little tricky to put on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Especially when the rotor is like burning hot and you'd keep smacking your hand on it. <laughs> so how did you get hooked up to be the announcer for, for that series? Um, actually this is kind of funny story. I was, uh, I was sitting around here, uh, in Boise and they, they had the first round here in Boise, Idaho down at the fairgrounds. Um, it was a pop-up track that they built um really cool track and stuff like that and i had heard a little bit about it but you know i wasn't 100 percent sure about it and then um buddy of mine uh josh mott gave me a call and he was like hey man you know i'm working with uh the event promoter and and he's uh he doesn't have an announcer yet you you want to come down and announce the race since you you kind of know what you're talking about a little bit like yeah yeah Sure, I was like, give me 20 bucks and a cheeseburger, I'll be down there. I made a joke, like, yeah, sure, I got nothing better to do. Like, I'll go down there. Um, went down there, and I actually made a deal with uh, the event promoter, Ron Dillon, and then I uh, went down there, and I announced for the, they had a flat track event the night before, and then they had the Supermoto stuff, and I, uh, I sat there and announced uh, for AMA Supermoto right there with the uh, head of AMA Supermoto, and kept looking at lap times and announcing it and stuff, and uh, he, uh, he liked it, and so he he hit me up he's like dude let's let's get you to come to these races and so i started uh, going with them to the races and checking it out and i mean huge shout out to drt uh racing those guys are you know that whole group that and ama supermoto and alex mock those guys are awesome people steve alkire all those guys do you have any advice for anybody that wants to get into that not that I, is, not that that's a biased question by any supermoto <laughs> well not, not necessarily into supermoto but for somebody who would, who would want to do um event announcing because it does take a certain level of knowledge of the sport and the people participating in it well i mean um you know if you know how to ride a bike pretty decent like you can you can usually look at a rider and break down their riding techniques and kind of break down what they're doing on a bike like personally i had never ridden a supermoto but when i was watching what they're doing on the track i knew exactly how they were doing it just i hadn't put it to practice yet so I, you know, I gotta see all that. But I mean, uh, event announcing. I mean, honestly, just gotta be pumped up. You know, keep uh, especially when you got like crowd or something. You gotta keep everybody try to keep everybody into it and just you know keep going with the announcing and focus on the battles on the track and just have fun with it. I mean, as long as you you don't cuss. I mean, generally <laughs> you're pretty good. Well, that was one thing I noticed with you too. Like you were like trying to get the crowd into it. You were doing a really good job of like making it exciting. Cause like I, I talked about it on that episode we talked about, it. I was yeah. like, he goes, yeah, and they were coming around the corner and so-and-so and so-and-so. And, and you, you were just, you know, almost like, uh, like with, uh, horse racing, like they, they get all excited about that. Right. It was kind of like yeah. that with you. Well, I mean, it, for me, it's, I'm excited about it because I love racing on two wheels. Anything on two wheels is good. I mean, it's good fun. It's, you just got to get out there and try it and experience it for yourself to see how fun it really is. I mean, if you're not doing it, you're missing out, you know? And so, uh, you know, for me, it's really easy to get excited about because, uh, 
I know what it's like to be out there battling with those guys, and those guys are really going hard at it on uh, Super Bowl. I mean, especially the, the guys that were in the Open Pro class that I raced. I mean, those guys were absolutely on another level, the, the top three guys. Like, those guys were railing. I, I, w- I wish I could have just watched that race instead of going out there and getting smoked by those guys. But <laughs> it was more fun to go out and get smoked by them, you know what I mean? But it was uh, – Man, it would have been cool to watch because those guys were having a good battle. Um, I got to watch part of it. as like I was like a lap down, but that's about it. Yeah, it was, it was exciting to watch for sure. Even someone that's really kind of on the outside, just I like dirt bikes and, and yeah. supermoto and stuff like that. But I couldn't tell you what what's good. I still like he's fast, but yeah, it was, <laughs> it was super exciting to watch. Yeah, I mean, well, and that's where supermoto is really unique. I mean, it, it's um, it's designed to bring all different styles of racing into one discipline i mean you got it mainly the the road and the dirt i mean it but it brings out so many different um styles of racing like i've seen guys come over from europe um i've seen this guy simon from uh, denmark he's absolutely phenomenal he was here at the first round in boise and him versus gage McAllister. i mean gage McAllister has unfortunately was over in australia for the uh for the sturgis race but dude when those guys went at it. I mean, those guys were honestly wheel to wheel, bar to bar, absolutely insane. And you could see the difference in the style between the two riders because Simon being a European rider is more used to the asphalt and riding on the asphalt. And so his style was more road racing like. Then you got Gage, who was more of a motocross kind of BMX style that he could throw that bike around. And it was just awesome to watch. I used to like semi actively follow MotoGP even as a car guy because watching it like they they pass each other a lot more a- often than cars are able to do and and the riders like you can see what they're doing a lot more it's 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 more interesting to watch for sure even as a car guy it's one of the things yeah, that I've mean, liked about you, you it. You gotta understand, like, especially like with like MotoGP stuff, like, dude, those guys are going like 140, like, with, like yeah, n- not no roll. <laughs> they're they're just going for it. You know, what I mean, like, I I've heard the saying, "With age comes a cage." So I'll look into the cars once they get a little bit old to ride. <laughs> but um, I'm gonna keep riding on two wheels until I can't ride no more. That's kind of funny. I like that. With age comes a cage. Yeah, I think I, I think you see people transition into razors sometimes. Well, you know? and then, or like. Look at like Travis Pastrana, Brian D, yeah, those guys, Jeremy McGrath, they're doing yeah, rally all, now. all those guys. I mean, those guys got old, and uh, I mean, not old, but I mean, they're getting older, right? And uh, you know, they've beaten themselves up throughout a career of you know, doing all kinds of fun stuff on two wheels, and now it's time to kind of focus on preserving yourself. And got that's when they're kids and, and family and, and stuff. But I mean, you know, when you have. <laughs> hundreds of thousands or millions to blow to, to invest in your own racing program. Like some of those guys did because they had yeah. earned it throughout their career of racing and whatnot. Like, you know, then that's awesome. But like guys like me, they're just privateers. Like, eh, I'll probably get like a little outlaw card or something and hope that it runs good. <laughs> those are still pretty cool too. Yeah, those, are, those are cool. Would you ever consider doing rally if you had the opportunity? Oh yeah, I mean, dude. Honestly, I'm I'm the type of person that I'll do anything if I got the opportunity to prove that I can do it just as good, if not better, than some people. It's just I'm I'm a competitive person. You say I can't do it, I'll I'll try to prove you wrong. Most things. <laughs> What's that like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool, Robbie. Did you have some more questions? Um, do you have your Do you have your fill? Do you have enough information to go on Craigslist later? Oh yeah, I definitely have information there. And the funny thing is, that I drove here um, from home the other, or like this morning to work. Yep. Uh, someone a mile north of me just built a uh, track in their yard. 
Oh, we were just talking oh, about you building a track in your yard. I don't even have to. There's one a mile north of me. There you go. You just got to make, make a friend. It's, it's huge. We I know how good it. you are at that. They pay a little fee. I just have to stop there and be like, hey, it's a lot smaller than like, than like track day uh, fees. Just find a local track, and I'm sure that most local tracks have a little practice fee and then go out there and practice on local track. Yeah, I think, I, I'm, sure I'd, track. I'd, I'm sure I'd be surprised at how close there's got yeah, to be a track. I mean, I can't think of one off the top yeah. of my head, but I can't imagine that that's not a thing. No, it's got to be popular, like way more popular than I realized. Right. Oh, but I was going to ask you, um, like how Sturgis had the – the gates or the the barricades all the way around seems super unsafe or completely safety third in my opinion. <laughs> is that pretty standard or is Sturgis kind of special that way? I mean, they, that that's a pop up track. I mean, dude, right. that, that's literally they shut down two what two blocks of downtown Sturgis. I mean, yep, that's a pretty unique event. And I mean that in itself, like dude, the the safety, like yeah, you guys, it might not have looked like much for a safety barrier, but it was actually a really great safety barrier. Okay. Um, I mean, shoot, you can even look at a video where I got hit by, by a piece of it, but because somebody went into it and it didn't, he didn't go into anybody else because his bike went into that and stopped. Wow. So, I mean, like it, that's that's how those things are kind of designed, and that's you know what most of that is but i mean everywhere else most of the time safety's number one concern so i mean the, those guys are generally pretty on top of it so i think we're just used to like magnitudes of 10 more weight yeah for the cars it's and so oh, that, that yeah. doesn't seem like it should be enough i think that's the big difference for yeah, us yeah for sure well, i mean yeah you gotta understand it's a what 250 pound motorcycle versus a 2000 pound 2500 3000 pound car yeah yeah, I mean, and the speeds you know, are much higher in cars, generally speaking. I mean, on well, track, depends where you are. You're in a cage. You're going to be a little bit more fearless, right? So, yep, so, definitely. Well, I think we've pushed the luck of my internet connection enough. <laughs> Hopefully, the people that are listening at home, there's enough editing done where they don't notice some of the dropouts. But um, Rocky, appreciate you being a good sport and coming on and talking to us a little bit. Um, yeah, we really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks for having me on, and uh, look forward to talking to you guys soon. Yep, we'll chat with you later. Have a good night. All right, you too, man. Yeah, bye. bye. All right, Adam. It's it's a number of minutes into this episode. I have no uh, idea yeah, how many because I have to. F- that's I don't fine. Know. This is, to we be, actually have to edit this. We time. actually have to edit. To be fair. <laughs> oh no. To be fair, we've done how many interviews and not had much of any I think we've had issues. one where we've edited some but I don't think it was a connection issue right. so much so yeah. I mean our turn was coming our turn was coming it'll be fine yeah we'll figure it out no problem people are gonna be like what are you guys talking about because of my mad ninja auto audio editing skills I'm just mostly interested to see how Robbie handles it's it. a lot of cutting <laughs> cutting and splitting and there's gonna be us like I'll be facing one way and then like suddenly facing the other and you shouldn't you shouldn't be able to I should be able to now it'll be fine. Whatever. Just put a giant, just put a logo. Move move the logo over the top of where <laughs> we're sitting, <laughs> or like slide the logo up so it covers us, and then slide the logo back down. It's the worst transition ever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so yeah, that's we've not had this problem before, but no, it'll be all right. That's we, we shall. We, we tried something new, and it wasn't perfect. So yeah, we tried a different connection means other than Skype. Well, the, well, maybe we'll have to do another follow up on Supermoto and Rocky and see how next year's coming along. Yeah, I'm good with that. There you go. Try it again. I'm sure he'd be good with that too. All right, Adam. It's part way through this episode. Yep. Let's open it up. Let's open it up. <laughs> Identify factor fabrication. All right. So this week, uh, I saw Bring a Trailer was ha- had an El Camino for sale. Uh, 
pretty standard. Is that a 64 or 5? 5. 65. Pretty run-of-the-mill. Small block. 700R4. Yep. Automatic transmission. Pretty run-of-the-mill. Uh, El Camino, but... Not original, has, by the way. No, it's uh, very tastefully modified. Uh, money spent in the right places. Don't get me wrong. But it has the distinction of being previously owned by Travis Barker. Oh, Blink-182 drummer? Yes. And so... Uh, it Vegan? <laughs> Sorry. Is he really? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Let's just assume, because he's a rock star, and, and he just, they have to be difficult, right? I so guess. At some level. I just, I just had to sneak Either they're vegan real quick. or they're druggies. It's one or the other, right? All right, we'll go with vegan. <laughs> <laughs> so, but um, when I saw it, it had just been posted, and so I saved the link, and I was going to check back in on it, because I wanted to see... I know that in the past, Bring a Trailer hasn't had a ton of, like, their their big selling cars, their cars that go for crazy monies and stuff like that have never been muscle cars because Bring a Trailer was kind of built on a different crowd. And I think as the site has grown, those numbers have kind of come around a little bit. But I was interested in seeing what kind of, like, uh, does celebrity previous ownership matter and how much? So this car sold for I think it was thirty four, almost thirty five thousand dollars. Not unreasonable. Uh, I sent the link to my father, resident muscle car expert, aficionado, if you will, uh, lover of all things El Camino. So he'll know. Yeah. So I figured, you know, of of anybody that I know that would know, it's my dad. He believes that that car has somewhere around a ten thousand dollar inflated value Premium. over. Normal. Reasonable market rates for that car. Uh, historically, Bring a Trailer seems to be pretty good at getting a somewhat percentage above what I would consider market rate for a lot of the things they sell. So it's hard to say, but I just kind of was interested in like where you guys fall on, like how famous does a person have to be before a car is worth more because it was owned by that person? Because like you've got, you've got like... I mean, you know, the Newman cars, yep. those sell for crazy money uh, and stuff like that. But like Travis Barker, I mean, he's he's known to us, but like people who are buying 64 El Caminos for 30 grand, he might not be that, no, that I, clientele. And it's like, not- so does that, do you think, you know, how much does that affect the value of that car in all reality? This car in particular, not so much. I mean, it's not like it's his super custom vintage Cadillacs that he's done. Right. Those would be more or more valuable, in my opinion. Cars that he's kind of known for. Yeah, with his name on it. Right. Like the, the, the cars that are tattooed onto his body, those cars. Oh, that's a thing? Like, maybe I don't realize how much of a car guy this guy is. He, I don't know that much about him. I've never... For whatever reason, never been a huge Blink-182 follower. I'm not a Blink-182 follower. I was... Uh, I mean, this had to have been a lowrider magazine, and when I was in high school, it had to be. Yeah, it was. And he had three uh, three Cadillacs, I think, in the article that was on him. We could be friends. I like. So it. he has like a big. I think he has a Cadillac logo on his stomach, and then like the like the old convertible. I couldn't tell you what it is. Deville. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Some giant Cadillac. Yeah, that was. He had that. Well, he's got the racing flags on his neck. Yep. I'm looking at a picture of him now. Okay. Yep, it's so it, he's, he's yeah, a he's got the Cadillac guy. symbol. He's for sure, he's for sure, Cadillac. Chest, yeah. He's not like uh, like 
Elvis Presley, who just happened to own cars that are now valuable, and then his name attached to them probably makes them somewhat more valuable. This guy's genuinely a car guy. Because, see, that's the other thing I kind of wonder is, like, so, like, Jay Leno. If Jay Leno owned a car, does that make it worth more money? No, because he owned, like, a million of them. (laughs) (laughs) He's owned too many cars for it to be more valuable. Rarity is part of value. Well, that's fair. But is it does it play into the story as much as like racing pedigree and stuff like that? Do you think? Yeah, I think opinion? so. Because I mean, if so, because there's, there's Travis Barker's uh, Cadillac tattoo on his chest. Oh yeah, but okay. I mean, if someone's, I'll throw it out there like Paul Walker's GTR, you know that's going to be worth way more. Yeah, and no one's going to dispute that. Like if if it goes to auction, and it sells for a million dollars. Everyone's like, yeah, that's high, but right. There was people bidding on it. Right. But like that car wouldn't be worth a million dollars by itself. Or if he had, if he was still here. No. I mean, maybe a little. At some point, you got less for sure. At some point, you got to die to make stuff really worth money. Yeah. No one cares until you're dead. That's fair. I mean, that's fact. That's, he's still alive, right? Travis Barker? Yeah. He's been very sick, though. Oh, really? Yeah. He had to cancel. That's because he's a vegan. We'll go. We'll go Ooh, later. Jesus! Wow. That's an, that was a big assumption. <laughs> that's right. Bri- they did burning bridges today. Oh, I mean, how many I was just stating a fact. You many? made an assumption <laughs> that was outrageous, in my opinion. Oh, offended? Puts it all on I me. Offended. I am offended. <laughs> outrageous. <laughs> anyway, how dare you? Speak but I don't think he's on. I don't think he's on his deathbed. I think he's just no. been very sick. Yeah, they have canceled really. a lot of dates now. They have, and I think they canceled some more dates again at the beginning I, of this month. We may even know a few people that had tickets for some of them. I, I think. Yep. So I, think so I feel like I've seen the outrage on social media. People are not so. necessarily happy, but Tom oh. DeLonge seems like he's doing great. So, is he a vegan? I don't think so. Well, I mean, but the aliens are probably propping him up. Well, what the CIA. You, yeah, what conspiracy theory are we going down now? Tom DeLong? Are you kidding me? He's like Dude, the conspiracy you, theory. You have. You like to listen to stuff at work, right? Sometimes. Joe Rogan, Tom DeLong. Oh, we've talked about yes, that. We have. He's I've never the, actually listened he's to it. He's the, uh, if you knew what I knew, but I can't tell you guy. No, I'm not doing That's that. That's the shit. I'm that, not listening. Oh, it makes me so mad. I can't do it. It's worth it. It's worth and it. And then it's listen to Alex frustra- Jones. It's just going to frustrate me. I know, but it's worth it. No, you just got to laugh. Yeah, you just gotta laugh. It's it a off. comedy Absolutely. program. Joe's no, a comedian. It's gonna get in my head, and it's gonna, I'm just gonna. <laughs> well, he doesn't I'll, say. I'll, he doesn't say anything. I'll so think you, about yeah, it you later. Like you literally, yeah. you you come out of the other the three out the other end of the three hour show, knowing nothing. absolutely nothing, nothing more than you did other when you than, went into it. Other than people are just pissing away millions of dollars <laughs> to Tom DeLonge, and they have no idea what he's doing with it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's, that's I'm gonna walk away going, wait, he. He believes this. He said this. Not only that, but he gets people to follow him and give him millions of dollars. Yeah, he's going to bother. He's two steps short of you know some sort of cult leading, insane person. He's financial. He's getting money. He's getting a lot of money. (laughs) He's getting so much money that he's hired some crazy doctors to help him with his research. Oh boy, yeah. Heavy air quotes. I see that for those that couldn't feel that. Yeah. But, anyway, that's a side note. But I, um, for me, I really don't think I care at all. No, I. I think like if you if you put a car in front of me that has a racing pedigree, you know, like a Daytona or a, a Le Mans winning Ferrari, that's worth more than that exact Ferrari that didn't win Le Mans. Oh, hundred percent. But if it was owned by 
I don't know, insert random famous Ferrari enthusiast here. Like, I, I don't care. That's I what I was trying care. to get to was who's the guy right. that makes me think this car is worth more money? The driver. Or owner. The owner less, the driver more. Paul Paul Newman? I don't know if I care. I, you know, like Paul Newman would probably be the uh, guy for me, and I'd, I'd almost I don't need, know if I care. I'd almost need a little bit more of a personal connection. I think half the time I'd rather own a car that wasn't. Like, I would rather, like, if, if somebody asked me if I wanted, you know, we'll put cars that I actually have. Carol Shelby's personal GLHS or just a GLHS. I'd probably take the GLHS because I wouldn't feel so bad about driving. Yeah. True, yeah. And, you know. And we're probably not the right people to ask because we're not collectors. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I like collecting things, but I, I don't know. Man. Yeah, like, I like, when I buy books, I like having them signed by the author. I'm not going to spend an extra $20 to get it. I'll spend a couple, maybe a couple three, dollars, four bucks, yeah. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. What do you like double. collecting? Me, rare Carol Shelby parts. Well, so well, there's that's, that. the, that's a legit <laughs> but, one. But like, <laughs> I managed to stave off my collecting by like playing video games that allow me to do things like that. Okay. Like I literally have hundreds and hundreds of hours in Skyrim because it allows me to collect things and put them on shelves and, oh God, and I can't, walls oh and God. display things I can't like do inside of the homes that I own and it keeps me from having to buy things. Okay, I feel way better about my, my book spending. This is because really... I'm broke, though. It's it's all I can afford. So I play a, a like eight-year-old game on a Xbox 360 console because that's what I can do. I go to thrift stores and I buy books. It, it I, I stays know. off my my collecting needs because otherwise I'd be buying stupid golf library shit I don't need. But how'd that jacket turn out? Oh, I keep forgetting to bring it in. I've <laughs> got it. And it's the greatest thing in the world. Oh, man. I love it so we'll, much. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about he it. Should've wore, today would have been. It's a nice, know, it's a brisk day. Yeah, brisk day. It's a nice day, though. You know what? I think it's even in the blazer. Oh, shit. Can we look? Is the blazer here? Yeah. Oh, we can look at it afterwards. Yeah, man. Yeah. Bring it on another time. Yeah, I'll have show and tell sometime later. Love it. So yeah, right. I don't I don't have that I don't have that guy that makes it worth it. I don't like hero worship anybody though. I don't I'm think sure I there's do those either. people. I'm just not there's that a kind lot of person, of I guess. I mean there are there are people that are so into Elvis, like that's the that's their hobby. Elvis is their hobby. Right. How is that a thing? I mean, and it, I know I know those common. people. I know yeah. those people. And they're not it's not that they're bad people, but like I would no. but they get into like Oh, like this is something like he used this on this tour on this day, and but then then there's this like his. then there's literally like a hundred thousand other people looking for that same thing, right? And you go, this is the well, that's why the value work. of it's a million dollars because there's all these people, and you know some of these people are incredibly wealthy, and it goes to auction. It's just like Paul Newman's Daytona, the Rolex that we talked about, and yeah. somebody pays seventeen million dollars for that shit. It's crazy. Literally at the time was a. All but valueless watch. It was a watch that they were giving away at it the was, time. You know, if the you bought most a Rolex, valueless a Rolex. Rolex that you could possibly get at the time. Yeah, crazy. So, but yeah, just because they started calling it the Paul Newman, it becomes a thing now where you can't even buy one for less than $100,000. Just a beat up. Just a regular Rolex. one? Regular Paul Newman Daytona is going to cost you $100,000 for the least rare one. Nah. Hmm. Shit's crazy. But so I don't know. Star power means something. I mean, if Kim Kardashian's Mercedes came up for sale, I'd probably sell it to like set it on fire on YouTube. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that would pay for part of my well, it's like expense when, of it. Like a Volo too. They had some really goofy, like Britney Spears's uh, Mercedes that she hit people in. See, I've 
Okay, maybe because it has a story behind it. But if it's just it's like still, it's, her run of the mill car, like that shouldn't make it because she's not associated with that car. It should not make that car any more valuable than the, than a normal one of that same model. But I bet with Britney Spears, she's so popular that there's there's there's, there's the, there's there's the people that have that. Who knows where these people are that have this money? But they're the same people, not the same people, but they're similar people to the people that are spending a hundred thousand dollars on regular old BMWs for no reason. That we've talked about yeah, a couple times. Yeah, there's, a there's people no out there in the world that have way too much fucking money, and we don't know how they got it because they're crazy. Right, because they've managed to amass that money. They've made enough good decisions to gain it. Right. But then made a terrible decision to piss it all down the drain. And there's like 40 of them that like Britney Spears to the point where they would buy her Mercedes. Mercedes, and money is no like, option. I feel like at least half of those are like weird about it like they smell the seats because britney sat in them weird i saw that marilyn you know monroe's I mean? yeah i do marilyn monroe's uh ford thunderbird yes that was for sale that's correct. that was posted on one of these sites for sale and I that's all i could that. think of it someone's gonna buy that and just like creep in it yeah for do sure something, do something weird in it well i mean <laughs> I, they, they will right <laughs> yeah whoever, I'm with buy, you, I'm with you whoever sure. buys that I car is gonna do weird gross things with it it's not just going to sit somewhere. Who, who, what kind of weirdos like a Marilyn Monroe? All of them. They're all weird. They're, they're either all weird. they're either women in their thirties. That's not that's not. They're not independent women in their thirties, or they're <laughs> creepy old dudes. Those creepy are the only two people that dudes. are like way too into Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. She's dead, guys. Let's move on. But that's the thing, though. She's dead. <laughs> so people so, care just now, just like Elvis. Okay, that's fair. I don't know, man. Star power means nothing to me. I guess. Why do people obsess over other people that are that are crazy? I, why are the, the Kardashians people, famous? But they're the same people who wonder why we're obsessing over cars. Like they, it boggles their mind that we can that three idiots can sit here in your side room for two hours a week and people listen to it by the thousands. It boggles my mind too that well, people listen to this that's nonsense. Fair. That's fair. Cars are interesting, but still, <laughs> we would have stopped if people don't listen. But they keep downloading it. Ten and bucks, the number keeps getting keep bigger. Going. We just keep Ten going. Ten bucks says there's a Marilyn Monroe podcast too. I mean, and it has more downloads than this piece of shit does. I and can that's, guarantee that's it. got some seriously limited content. Yeah. There's only so many things you can talk about a dead actress. But in my defense, I own my car. Well, somebody yeah. owns Marilyn Monroe's car, too. Okay. <laughs> Not <laughs> wrong. Have him on the show. <laughs> oh, let's find him. Yeah, whoever wins that auction, be on the show. Tell us what gross things you're doing. Yeah, would you, would you, yeah, would you buy a great? Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Robbie wants to know what weird shit you've done in the front seat. We know Tell you us. bought it for a weird reason. <laughs> Tell us. Tell us what the weird shit is. Let's break it down. We can keep them. We can keep them. Uh, keep their identity safe. If you know, we, I don't if we know want that to. I. I don't know that I want to know. I want to know now. No, because <laughs> I feel like that would really ruin what little hope I have left in humanity. Yeah, exactly. Like, There's no long hope, gone. man. It's long gone. It's gone, man. gone, man. I've seriously thought like <laughs> that. Just break me. I, just, I, mean, I would I cry like on the show, and I just I can't. That's that not a. Good, it. It's not a good look. That was it. The perverted old dude. That was it. That broke Adam. He's done. Just with life, he's just packed. Yeah. That's sorry, guys. I'm Get up out of here. Away. Nope. Never just, heard from him ever. We're again. all moving to the hills. Separate hills, of course, just away yeah, from just everybody. Large to Montana islands, or something. I what yeah. islands in the South Pacific are going for these days. There's a, there's like a billion of them. Yeah, so. yeah, that's what just I mean. Like, just one. give me I'm, one of those irradiated ones that no one can live on. Because frankly, I don't want to be there that long. <laughs> you know, just let me die from radiation sickness in my own terribly Private painful island. way. Isn't Hawaii like a leper colony still? You go there. 
<laughs> you won't last long then. What? It's <laughs> a leper colony? Yeah, it's weird. that's how part of it started. I don't think that's true. Yeah, it is. Look it up. I don't want to. Look it up some other time. Yeah. It's bigger now. There's more land because all the volcanoes. Yeah, it's getting bigger. You could find a spot out there. I know we yeah. have at least one Hawaiian who listens to this show. Do we? So, yeah, so he's going to be reaching out to you, Robbie. Yeah, direct that shit at Robbie. <laughs> I've taken enough shit recently. You, it's Robbie's turn. <laughs> I'm not wrong. Okay. Anyways, I think that's this it. This rant was brought to you by Factor Fabrication. Factor Fabrication. It's Booney's fault, if anything. There's a wonderful picture of you guys hugging. I online. feel like Booney would buy a. Travis Barker, El Camino. Do you think he'd have that type he's, of interest? He's pretty practical, though. Well, I mean, he might not buy a $30,000 one, but like if the opportunity came his way, and he, I feel like he would He's buy like the it. most impractical, practical man. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's the guy that buys the, the cheap he has E12 a, Jaguar. Like that's, but it's a long wheelbase, so it fits his family lifestyle, you know? He's getting a little bit more practical, though, because he wants a 3 Series. Is that more practical? Than a V12 Jaguar? <laughs> I had, think so. It, as far as we know, it's been nothing but good to him. Now it's probably going to break down. Yeah, thanks a lot, Adam. Direct that hate at Adam. That's, that's fine. I'll take it. He doesn't direct any other hate towards me. He just tells everybody else about it. So. <laughs> Whatever. This is a wonderful moment of you embracing uh, Booney here. I got my glass. Were, I was were happy. You, were you, uh, <laughs> were you uh, targeted at such events? Yeah, I got hugged like a bunch of times. <laughs> Well, the joke's on all of you. I had a shitty week, and I needed some hugs. So there. See? I knew this was going to happen. people together. I was trying to brighten your life. You can thank me later, asshole. Nope. I saw it coming. Knew I was going to have a bad week. Said I didn't want them. Ha. Wanted them. Changing. <laughs> changing lives. If you're having a shitty week, tell let us, us know we'll where t- you're going to be, and we'll tell people to hug you. Yeah, absolutely. Nope. Nope, I got hugs from Booney. I got hugs from Randy. Randy gave you some hugs. Oh, well, there it is. There's one with Randy. Who's who's RV are you in? Uh, Jay's. No, not Jay. Oh, what's his name? Dang it. I'm terrible with names. I Way know, to go. Now you put yeah. him on the spot. He feels I, like a I, dick. Sorry. I do. Probably I didn't mean to. Too. Of course he does. He stole his, part of his couch, obviously. <laughs> Just hanging out in there like a mooch. It was the nicest RV I've ever been in. It was not, It's marble floors, man. Oh, For Jesus real. Jesus Christ. His parents have like the greatest RV ever. That'd be sweet. It's nicer than most people's. What car, was, what car does he have? Yeah, that we might be able to identify. We can narrow it down. You don't even know what fucking car he has. Uh, what kind a, of car guy are you, Robbie? It's one of the BMWs, okay? Oh, well, <laughs> There's only like a billion of them there. That's yeah, fair. That's no, fair. It's right, not everyone. fair. You know what? I you're right. I apologize. These these BMW people are pretty friendly though. Yeah. To be fair. No, I, that's who I hung out with. Booney, Randy, I wonder this if, person. I wonder if like that's a what the hell is this? That's name? a conspiracy? Like the BMW people have created this cloud of of snobbery around themselves to keep keep us out keep unwanted people away i'm just but like, actually they're like super chill dudes i'm thinking it's like german cars he said crossing his fingers what it's just it's german oh, car people oh oh because you're it's gonna german, buy a porsche right a yeah german, I got, german, i'm with german you car people. i forgot you're buying porsches are you found this I'm alleged trying to, I'm person trying to find his name but <laughs> Well, now I'm, trying, I'm looking it's at the, it's it's the worst feeling, and I feel so. I, bad. I feel like, like such a jerk because I talked to him like a decent amount, and he was a good guy. The one thing I feel bad about on this show, I've given up on most other things, but when I get somebody's name wrong, I feel really bad because like someone that's we're not actually fair. talking to. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, uh, no, I don't care about that, or like journalists or whatever. No, 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 like people who actually know. Yeah, but like people that we should know locally, oh, right? That like maybe they've friends. done something cool, like invited Robbie into his RV, and then right. you forget his name. Yeah. 
about that. I think his name was I Jay. I, th- I might be confusing him with Jordan, <laughs> who also drove a BMW. Damn. <laughs> so Jay, we need How to many break BMWs up this time attack. All BMWs. Jay, Jordan, Randy, Zach, Booney. Booney. Wait, who's Zach? Uh, Zach Burtness. Yep. Oh, okay. Zach's, Zach's my homie because he lets me borrow his fire suit all the time. So those, oh, and that was just okay, production yeah. B and C. And then production D, we had two more. Jesus Christ. BMWs? Yeah. Have you thought about a BMW? I thought yeah, that, I, I do thought now. The Miatas were what everybody no. Listen, he could sell. He could sell the 240. Five grand won't buy you much of a yeah. BMW, yeah. though. I, yep, you're right. I take it back. That's not going to work. Five grand? <laughs> Five grand. Well, okay. So deduct- Now I wish you would have ran with my other opener this week instead because it would have been way better. Okay, so d- deduct grand. the trailer. Deduct the trailer being generous again. $9,000. Get them. <laughs> Listen, it's not my fault you wasted your life on I'm that done car. done with this podcast. It's not my fault you wasted your life on that car. Okay, so $9,000. Yeah. He could put yeah. two grand in a bike. Okay. Seven grand will buy you like a pretty clapped out. He'll get, yeah, you could get an okay BMW. Nah, for I would hope grand. so. Like a, there, that problem like solved. Like an E thirty six, or even probably, I'm, I bet you, you could get an all right E forty six for that kind of money, or even maybe right? like a good E thirty six. I bet you get a good E thirty six for seven grand, or like a bad E thirty six three. Yeah, you guys are a bad one for sure. Lying yeah. to me, but like, see how nice the BMW guys look. How happy I am. See how happy I am. You're, I, you're smiling hang, right now. Yeah, hanging out with the BMW guys. You guys, Shit they didn't changes, make fun dude. of. They didn't make fun of the 240. They didn't tell me how shitty it was and how it wasn't we're worth not, any money. I didn't you. say it was shitty. I just said you hey, made a bad financial. That's decision. more than I think my car's worth. So I mean, <laughs> same car, <laughs> same value. <laughs> Listen, shit changes. You can buy a BMW. I can buy a Porsche, and then this—that'll be the new podcast. This podcast, yeah. And the people won't listen to it anymore. I'll buy a TT again. It'll be great. Ooh, it'll be we the- can just talk about how broken our cars are all the time. It'll oh, be great. I'm fine with that. But Michael, I did, I did, I took a picture, and I was really proud of it. Ooh, let's see it. Look at the timing. And the, Look and at the, the sunlight. Oh There's man, like the light at- coming across is all so backlit and stuff. Yeah, <sighs> that was just with my phone. My my favorite picture though. Is yeah. him sitting on the trailer by himself. By himself. The booty's like a mile away from him, and he just having to snap the picture of him sitting on the trailer by himself. I can't even see you on the trailer. <laughs> I am on the trailer. He's Where there. are you on the trailer? Sitting. He's sitting in front of the shield. Oh, I see. I like. I had pictured you in a, like a lawn chair, just like chilling no. on your trailer, like <laughs> purposely like, on the dude, trailer. He's like right? camouflaged. <laughs> the, like you can't even. Well, see it, when Booty posted it, I don't think anybody realized. Yeah, I'm in that. No, picture. I didn't. I looked even. <laughs> I even zoomed in the, to look it's, for it's it. It's funny because the car and the trailer are kind of were off. Yeah, you're I'm, nowhere I'm, near I'm where I'm anybody away, else is. I'm away from everybody. <laughs> and, but the funny thing is. I'm just hanging out there by myself. Like on purpose. Yeah. Like he picked a spot where there was nobody. So many people who've hugged me. I need a minute. Yeah, I did need a minute. <laughs> like I get focused. I love it. Oh, so while we're on this topic, yeah, we can tie this into the news too later there on. You but go. the Apex Pro, it was wonderful. It made me faster. Like no joke, made me faster. I got pull up a picture. You have proof of it too. You have visual proof that you. Uh, Yes. You went faster with the Apex Pro. So when you start, did you use the track this time? Yeah, actually. The built-in track? Okay. Yeah, so it was slightly more accurate. I mean, we're talking like tens. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the Apex Pro was great. Um, first session out, practice went fine. First set, or yeah, the first time session, I was just making mistakes. Uh, it was slower than normal. So I was like, it was like 149, which is slower than I should have been, but still... Kind of was where I was at when the track was hot at the end of the sessions, the previous event. So I was like, 
you know, third from the slowest or whatever. And then in the afternoon, everybody else got about roughly two seconds slower consistently, whereas I got three seconds faster and then was a full second, almost a full second faster than I've ever been on that track. Cool. So, but it was fun taking the corners and I'm looking at, I can glance down and see all green. So I'm taking it as fast as it thinks, or as fast as the algorithm's saying I can go. So I'm going to the next event, stays green. We're doing it. You got to push it harder. I'm I'm improving. I'm improving. And then uh, the next day, I cut more time off. So I was at 146.75, which is almost two full seconds faster than my best time that I had the previous time I was there. So progress. Lots of progress. Yeah. Nothing to shake a stick at. So I got third overall on Sunday in production D. And then in the second session, which I thought I totally screwed up because I went from First, I went out and realized I didn't have any pads left, or like I had minimal pads left. So I go and going down the straight, and I hit the brakes. I'm like, "Well, oh shit, that didn't bite shit. very well." But then, they, then of course, there's a white BMW in my mirror because he's on Hoosiers, so he's right on my bumper. So then I'm trying to like go around. <laughs> I've got no brakes. I bro. have no brakes. You're way faster. Just go. So it took you know way too long to let him get around me because it was after the straight. So it's turn, 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 turn. Right. Go, go, go. Right. But yeah, then I'm fighting my brakes. And then like, I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not convinced I'm out of brakes yet. There's something's weird about it. So on the next lap, I'm focused on that fifth to second spinning tires into the grass. I'm like, oh. all right, well, we're done here. Yikes. So I'm, I went in and I had a lap time of a 149, which was the second best for anybody in that class. <laughs> <laughs> So I, like I had one decent lap. But that was how it always was for me with autocross. Like my what I was convinced was my worst run of the day was always my fastest. Yeah, it's just weird. And then yeah, then that that track's super weird because practice like when it's track's cold, no one's been on it yet at all. Like eight o'clock in the morning, fastest times by far. And then by the time noon rolls around, doesn't matter. Your times are slow. Like everybody's slow. That's how Marshalltown was too. Yeah, it was just asphalt. Set in the morning. Up. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the way it is. Like at Grid Life, yeah, when they do sure, time yeah, attack, they do it right off the bat. Almost all of the records are set yep. right off the bat, or the very last session of the day if they get lucky. Yep. And then Sunday we did they did practice, and then two time sessions again. So I skipped practice because I didn't want to, you know, wear through tires and brakes. Right. Which was a great call because I completely wore through brakes on my last session. Oof. So those are here today. Get those replaced before Grid Life, because I'll be at Grid Life. Whoop. Yeah, boy. And Matt, I ta- Adam and I will not. We'll, we'll we be will, there. We'll, we'll we'll be making fun of him. We'll be on the, hopefully on a speaker making fun of him though. Yeah, like for, publicly for all the people. Public embarrassment. Because yeah, I figured when you were asking Rocky about what it's like to announce things. Yeah, we're, was, yeah. We're getting the inside scoop from the pro. Yeah, that's why I was asking. I wanted to know what you got to do to get people pumped up. Yeah. But yeah, I talked to Adam and I was like, you know. It's going to be the last event for everybody at Grid Life. They've been on that track multiple times this year. They're going to be jostling for their last points for the season. How about I just do HPD and say the hell out of everybody's way? I feel like that's a much it's a smart choice. more comfortable place. It's it, I've never been on that track. It's, so you're intermediate then? Yeah. Yeah. yeah intermediate HPD. I think that's it gives me a chance to learn that track the most and fair stay place. out of everybody's way. That's the most fair place for everybody else. Oh, yeah. For 100%. You. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because so you're, you're not. You're not in it to win it. No, and yeah, I'm just learning the track. You just want track just, time. I, exactly. Yeah. That was my goal this year, was to go as many HPD events as I could. So this is one more. So if right. I could do time trials next year and get my license, and then we'll go from there. Well, SCCA license, you know what I mean? But we'll go from there. So. Sweet. 
so far meet my goals. Dig it. Yep. I like it. We don't have to talk about my car. Did yes, you have pictures? Why? Do you have pictures of it? Of what? My car? You never sent me any pictures. Well, we'll come back to it later. How about that? Fine. Does that work? Sweet. My car's still broken in the garage. So October drift event. End of October. Um apextrackcoach.com. If you want the unit that Robbie's using, uh it's the you Apex do. Pro. I promise you. you Robbie proof positive that it works, especially with beginners. You can see some big improvements. It's an intuitive system. It's got the lights on it. It's really easy to understand, and it comes with data and analytics after the fact. I'm such a nerd that when I'm taking the corner and I see it's all lit up green, I think of um, on Speed Secrets with Ross Bentley on his intro. It's like, green, green, green. I'm like, it's green! Green, green, green! <laughs> Ross Bentley says it's good! Go for it! Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I don't... It, Everything was running good. I didn't burn up any parts. My alternator didn't go out. I was actually maxing out my my uh, speedometer as I was going down the straight, which is always a great feeling. Just you burying that. You didn't lose any power steering fluid? Like a little bit on the first session, I think, just because it was a little overfilled, so a it just kind of burped it out. But other than that, no. That's no good. Issues. Um, Success. My, my coolant reservoir is a little overfilled, so that kind of burped out a little bit too. But uh, yeah. Is it just water? Is it got coolant in it? It's coolant. I got to get that looked at, don't I? Anyways. Yeah, that was about it. No no issues. Just wear on Sweet. the brakes. Yeah, well, that's to be expected. That's good, right? That means you're driving it hard. Yeah. To be fair, though. Yep. A little bit of wear and tear is not a bad thing. Um, ApexTrackCoach.com, 10 tenths Apex spelled out. will get you half off the suction cup mount. Um, you just apply that code at checkout. That'll get you the unit and the suction cup mount, less than 500 bucks, delivered to your door. It's pretty sick. It will help you. And they have great support. They do have great support, and there's a group. Also, if you're interested, you're not really sure if you should pull the trigger yet, check out the group. On Facebook. Yeah. And, or uh, message um, Apex anywhere. I mean, you can do it on Instagram, Facebook, wherever you want to do it. If you have questions, um, message them or message – well, you can message you. You can message me. You're a user of it. Yeah, um, I, can, I can help. And and we and can it. try to help or get, get some questions answered. Or at least point you in the right direction. Yeah. So we're happy to help you guys with that. But – Great feedback, great, uh, great instruction. I guess. Yeah, absolutely. From that unit, so that's cool to hear that it helped you a lot, and proof positive in the numbers. All right, let's do the news then. You can get a bus ride on a live racetrack, and and not like RPM. It's like a, it's a Fuji. It's like a race. Yeah, a WEC race. Yeah. I the picture of it that Robbie has up is dumb. <laughs> yeah, they're out during what the practice laps. Yeah. They're out during like practice and and you know and it's a motor coach. It's like a it's like a a bus bus. Yeah, a real bus, like a Greyhound bus. Right. And they're out there on the racetrack, mid corner, with LMP one cars blitzing by it. And apparently these uh, buses will they don't go on the outside the whole way. They'll like take the apex and get in the way. Yep, they stay on one side of the track. So whether that's Doesn't, on yeah. the racing line or not, that's where they're at. I can't imagine anything that would make me more upset as a professional level racing team than this bullshit on my practice laps. Yeah, yours, those are wasted laps. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And it's what's shocking, it's wildly reasonably priced. How much oh, is really? it? <laughs> like $56 American. But you know, it's a lottery, right? Yeah, you have to earn the yeah. you have to win the right to be able to buy them, and they're like 50 bucks. Why wouldn't you charge like $250? I don't know. Because people would still pay that. I had to go to the website and then translate it to English and then go to another website to translate. Yeah. It was only like $56 American. I don't know that I would pay $56 American for that, to be completely honest with you. 
because I might a, feel like if you're like a diehard fan. Oh like yeah, those were on track, and you're not, and you're not like a guy that gets on track. You know how much oh, yeah. you know how much money they could charge for this if it was NASCAR, All like a thousand dollars. Oh yeah, <laughs> and they wouldn't even need to do a lottery. They just have everybody line up and just keep doing it until we run out of people. My thing is, I just would feel like a dick because like I'm ruining practice yeah, for these people. They don't think like that though. I know, but that's how I would feel about it. Right. It's mid- very Midwestern of me, I think, but You're so polite. It's very Canadian of you. I'm gonna stick with Midwestern. <laughs> it's awfully Canadian. Ooh, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't mean to ruin your race, eh? Yeah, I, I am. I'm surprised that this is even a thing. Like, I understand people want to get on track, and like even at you know the SCCA stuff, they'll do at launch. They'll let people like parade lap it. But it's Japan, though, man. They yeah, have crazy shit. Like, anything's <laughs> like they'll they'll try anything once in Japan. Uh, yeah, they've done true. this twice now. They did it last year. They had to because otherwise we wouldn't have pictures of it yet. True. True. Very true. Yeah, it's coming up. What's the the date on this? Does anybody know? I don't remember. I don't remember. Uh, I don't follow WC close enough to be able to tell you that. Doesn't matter. You're not going to. Because I don't have a TV service anymore. Dang it. None of our listeners are going to sign up for this anyway. Probably not, no. No, especially not But if they did, I want to hear about it. (laughs) (laughs) I just... It's so... Dumb. It's fairly dumb. Yeah, I don't really have a whole lot to say just besides I'm shocked that it's even a thing. They were able to get this past a liability lawyer and stuff like that, but I just, I don't... Against Japan, maybe it's different. Flabbergasted, to be completely honest with you. Well, they have. How many buses at once? Like six? Ugh. Six on track? I just assumed it was one. They have enough people. No, it was at least a couple. Like a fleet. They have enough people to fill that many buses? At $56? Yeah. You can calm the hell down. (laughs) They're probably going to add more buses. Yeah, now it's all yeah, publicized. Just, just, just a train of it. That's insane. Americans at the, at the rate, hold on, at the rate that that race series is going, there's gonna be more buses than cars on that track here pretty soon. Maybe it's, ooh, then they can start racing the buses. You I'm know down, what? I'm down that's to watch what, that. That's one, on that. Yeah, yes. I'd watch that. Let's Everybody do, put a helmet on. Add a special stage. You fill the bus. You race the buses. <laughs> you put the pro driver in the driver's seat. Oh, Let's do this. That's that would be my solution if I was a driver. Screw this. We're not doing the cars anymore. We're doing the buses. Right. No rules. Like, see no contact sells, rules. See who sells out their bus rides. Ooh. You know? For charity. For, <laughs> there we go. Of course it's Tied for it charity. Together. Like Tied you pick your favorite charity and yeah, absolutely. And then you pay. That's reasonable. You, and it's, a, it's like auctioned seats. Silent auction. Auction yeah. off the seats. Yeah. I like it. That's a race I would watch. Yeah. I would watch. Shouldn't miss that. I would watch. No. Professional racing drivers crashing into each other in with a busload of people. With a busload of people <laughs> as the charity race, for sure I would watch that. I might, I might pay for cable to watch that. Get like fifty full containment seats mounted in a bus, and everybody's oh, in there rad. with Hans devices and fire suits. Sponsored by <laughs> Sparco or something like that. Uh, yeah, we need um, twenty five hundred <laughs> race seats. That might be a little exaggeration. We need a thousand race seats. Yeah, we need a shitload of dom tubing. Ah, I, I don't know. <laughs> How safe do you really want it to be? I mean, we put a, yeah. they got Hans devices and, and good seats with five points. Well, I mean, I suppose you got to have somewhere to tie the five points. Yeah, yeah, can, it's not going to roll that, it's not gonna that roll many all times. The way over. Yeah. So many harness bars. It'll tip. Oh. It's just going to tip to the side. It's just going to tip over. You just got to keep them from falling out. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to yeah, roll it's on just its gonna, top. No, gonna that's tip. unrealistic. That passed tech, right? I'll pass it. Yeah, <laughs> sign me up. I'll tech this. I'll tech it out. You're out. You're there, like shaking the wheel. Like, yep, feels that. 
This yeah, wheel bearing like feels... rotates like a quarter. No, or no, the oh yeah, the, <laughs> the tire. You're like, well, that wheel bearing feels good. Put it on track. Yeah, Is this whatever. tight? Ah, whatever. We'll just it. give it an SCCA solo tech inspection. And- I'll open the back of the bus and look in there and go. Ah, whatever. <laughs> I don't know what any of this shit is. I'll do what the the Corvette Club guy told me when I was tech inspecting my Omni a few years ago. What's that? You're the one racing it. What do I care? Yeah. That's, if, how, that's how I felt a good. He guys handed do. me he handed me the clipboard, and he was like, uh, like told me to fill it out, and I'm like checking it off. It's like check or like lug nuts are properly torched and all this stuff. And he's like, I mean, I don't care if you don't don't do that stuff. I'm not the one driving it. Fair. Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess. This is a little different, but yeah. <laughs> we People, teched our cars Friday night, drove them home, came back Saturday and raced. No. Yeah. Goodness. Dude, we've known professional organizations to do annual techs. That's not... We don't need to get into the annual I, We don't need thing. to get into that again. Annual <laughs> I feel uncomfortable with it. I've paid for it, but I don't. Like I've done it, it too. <laughs> I know. I paid for it's, it. It's convenient. It was like a small amount of money. It was yeah, like, it was like $10. ten dollars. Like okay, that doesn't mean I like it. Doesn't mean it's that not, we does, should do it. Yeah, it's not probably not the best idea. <laughs> no, probably not. Yeah. No one's gotten hurt yet that we know of <clears throat> locally, allegedly. Yeah. Now can I say it? Please. Americans are renovating their garages to fit larger vehicles. Because the garages are too small. What asshole contractor is making the garages small? All of them. They all put too short of doors in. Yeah. Yeah. From from the get go. Yeah. Garage doors are too too, They're too narrow and they're not tall enough. An eight foot door is not tall enough. Yeah. And we're not even just talking about pickups. We're talking just in general. Right. Don't don't do that. Stop trying to cut corners by taking two feet out of the garage. It's not worth it. But when the homeowner says I'm not. Excuse me. When the homeowner says we're not paying that much, they got to find it somewhere. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, that's yes. And, and maybe my other, my other favorite contracting corner cutting thing that just angers me. They pull the proper wire size for twenty amp circuits, put twenty amp breakers in the fuse panel and fifteen amp wall outlets. It's like because they're ten cents a piece cheaper. <sighs> Drives me nuts. This is a world I don't know. That nobody, nobody <laughs> really understand like, uh, that. Uh, if you look at a, if you look at a wall outlet, uh-huh. uh huh, a fifteen amp outlet, that's what that is. Right is there. just like the two straight up and down lines and and the ground plug, with the, the face with the mouth. Yep, yep. and <laughs> <laughs> the O face, if you will. Jeez. <laughs> the uh, the twenty amp outlets. One of the straight up and down lines has a little like notch in it. horizontal notch towards the middle. There's not any in here, and there's probably none at your house either. Not that I'm aware of. No, but you probably. I bet if you open up your breaker panel, they're all 20 amp fu- uh, breakers because they pulled 20 amp service. Yeah, but then it's cheaper to put 15 amp outlets in, so that's what they do. Jeez. Oh, yeah, and, but then you can't. Because the plug is different for anything that requires a 20 amp service, so it won't plug into it anyway, so they don't have to worry about you burning up the brake, the outlet. <laughs> so, all right, there's a lot we could we could make a whole show on, yeah, no kidding, stupid uh, shit that people cut corners on. Been told I need to already this week, so told you, you need to cut corners. No, Jabay was like. Oh, let's do this. Let's do, do a construction, construction podcast. podcast. I was like, dude, I don't have time for the one I'm on. Like, he's like, we'll talk about it later. Like, I don't know what's to what talk about. Do? What else does he want to do? 
What is that? You just start a new podcast. I don't he know. He has a podcast. He has a race series. Yeah. That is expanding. He works, he works like 90 hours he a week at his day team. job and 90 hours a week at his grid life job. And, and he's he has a, a Honda that he's putting the craziest roll cage in I've ever seen. Yeah. And he's got a super bike powered prototype car and a four year old and a wife. Like, I, apparently he needs a construction. Does he have two fight. kids or one kid? He's got one. One. Okay. But apparently he needs a podcast, another podcast a construction about podcast. Pod, construction stuff. He doesn't. So. <laughs> I, I thought he wanted I, to do race shit. What's he doing? <laughs> that's what I told him. I was like, dude, I don't, neither one of us have time for this. I just Listen, said we if fix I did. This. We'll take over Slip Angle and we'll take over all the announcing for Grid Life that's non-festival. And then he can focus on the racing. I've and already talked cars. to him about doing Slip Angle stuff this winter. We'll we'll just do we'll do all of his common commentary for racing for him, and then he can go off and do... Nobody cares about Jared DeAnda. We'll just let us do it. I just want people to focus on that statement for just a second. It <laughs> didn't come out of my mouth. <laughs> You're really... Uh, it's fine. Is. He doesn't listen. <laughs> Screw that guy. And that guy. <laughs> Screw that guy as well. He doesn't listen. It's fine. I hope he does. What'll happen is like next year we'll get in and we're like, yeah, Formula D and we're hanging out and yeah, I remember, wait a second. I remember that episode you're talking about. Are you on that podcast with that guy that that was giving me shit a year ago? Uh, he, was, he was talking about construction and he was shitting on me. You remember that guy? Yeah. That I, guy. That, we fired him. Ever since, <laughs> ever since he made fun of me for my Omni, uh, he just hasn't been my biggest, like, <laughs> that's fair. Not his biggest fan. That's fair. That's just, you know. That's fair. You he deserve was, a volley back. Are you saying that? Are you saying he undervalued your car? No, I'm saying in front he's of a everybody. <laughs> <laughs> what a rude thing to do. To be fair, I mean the Omni has some historical value, so it's probably in that nine ten thousand dollar range. I mean, <laughs> it has pedigree. It has yeah. ha- racing heritage, heritage both absolutely. as as a chassis and uh, as that specific car. It's a, it's a pretty low production number. The paint's original. Yeah, low mileage. Low mileage. <laughs> yep. It's All not original. a salvage title. All original. Oh man. Yeah, you're at right, the two four. It's not worth anything. <laughs> it's got a bunch of a bunch of rare parts on it. It's got the original motor in it, which yours doesn't. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't Actually, add value at all. Can't claim that. Oh really? That's it's not the original motor. It's a later <laughs> later year motor. He doesn't need to know that though. Just fine. I know it's it now. Fine. The motors. The the car's still worth at least eight or nine grand. I would. Yeah. I would venture to say over 10, but yeah, it's well, going to make I mean, Rabbi feel better if I say six. Bring a trailer numbers. We're probably pushing 20 at that point, right? Like, 20 or you yeah, know, 20 to $25,000. Yeah. Yep. yeah. They'll pull, it'll pull a premium before race. Without it, without a trailer, which oh. I think if he threw his in, he'd be That'd be ahead. good. Yeah. You know yeah. What I mean, he'd be ahead. I'll give him an extra like 1500 bucks for the trailer. That's a nice trailer. Yeah. <laughs> How you feeling about your life right now? I had a pretty nice sized garage and shop, so way better than a lot of these people. His car runs and he's made it to track days, so he's he doing did, better he did than me. He did the track day and the car came back in one piece. One piece. He's doing better than me. All I had to has, do is yeah. replace brakes. And he can park his avalanche in his garage, so he doesn't have to call a contractor. Not only that, I can also put a deep freeze in front of the tra- uh, pickup, so there's plenty of room. In the garage? Conspiracy. Yeah. Conspiracy. Okay. If you build the garage too small, they have to call you back, and then you get to charge them Double. to do the work again. You don't think that's exactly what's markup. happening? They, yeah, bills. Nah, I don't know if cut corners so you that, can fix it later. Or that smart? No, I don't think they are. But I think that they, I think that they build it as like as cl- as close as they can get away with because homeowners, everybody wants to cut corners. They don't want to pay that kind of money. Correct. Well, it's easier just 
you know, garage doors are kind of expensive probably. I don't know. I've never shopped for garage doors. Speaking they are kind of expensive, yes. So a smaller garage door, shorter one. It's definitely cheaper. It's a lot easier. And, and oh, you drive a navigator on 26s? <laughs> you're a moron. Sucks to be you, I guess. Park it in the street. Oh, you're, you're F450? Because that's... They have <laughs> yeah, yeah, they have of, the, the monster They have a picture pickup. of an F450 dually. Like, oh, it doesn't fit in your, your suburban garage? You don't say. Weird. Good work, dumbass. Street park it, asshole. <laughs> park it in front of your garage. Maybe you shouldn't buy such ridiculous vehicles. Should, that's, that's just poor planning. See, I, f- I feel like like you went after the contractors. I'm going to go after the idiots buying these giant vehicles to live in suburban nowhere that could be perfectly served by Corollas and Pacificas. Move instead to the country. Of, yeah. Instead of navigators and... and Avalanches. EcoBoost F-150s. Yes, I agree. So I th- Everybody's I th- an idiot. There's a lot of blame to be placed Nailed on it. a lot of people. Screw everybody. You're all dumb. Hater cast. Hater cast. <laughs> Don't be stupid. Use a tape measure when you go to a house where the real I wonder how many conversations are had where somebody goes, oh, man, you know, I'd really love to buy this truck, but me- let's just real quick, let's measure the garage. Measure the garage and check the height of the truck. Or if they just get in there and they go, mm, I want it, ah, I'm going to buy it. And they just buy it and then they go, fuck. I, That's got to be. I, I had that moment where I bought, when the, brought the avalanche home, pulled up in front of the garage and went, oh, <laughs> guess, I'm, Shit. guess I'm parking in the shop. So then parked it in the shop and then sure enough, there's plenty of room. But. Maybe that's the problem is that they've had a car. It fits. And they didn't realize how much taller the truck was. Because they didn't have to get a stepladder out to crawl into the freaking thing? Yes. And they didn't realize that Bob's contracting and more cut a corner and put a six foot ten door in or whatever. And right. Because people don't think about that stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, not until I don't know that. So my dad's got, my parents' house is a, it's a decent sized two stall garage, but it's not like a workspace two stall. It is a two stall for parking cars and that's it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and my mom parks her Lincoln in there, just a little you know, four-door sedan, Lincoln, nothing fancy. And my dad's got his truck in there. But, like, in order to get in there, if there's anybody in the passenger side, you got to get out first oh. before you pull the truck in there. And then once it once it's in there, like, the, the shelving on the wall is built around it so you can pull it far enough ahead that you can close the door again. You know, and it's just a, I mean, it's 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 too big for a truck, but it's a normal truck. It's yes. a Z seventy one package, but it's also been lowered two inches, and it's still too tall. But I don't know that it would have really fit in that garage if it wasn't. Hmm. It would have been tight. That's part of the other problem is every truck manufacturer thinks their truck needs to be eighteen feet tall. Right. And then they can so, raise it. Get lift kits, and then people put lift kits on them. Anywho, yeah. Billy Monger takes pull at the track he lost his legs at last year. So we talked super, about this. Super cool. That's awesome. I'm, I'm just kind of fascinated at the fact that they made legs that he could utilize and yeah. drive with. Yeah, I think this kid's got some funding behind him. Well, I would imagine he's got some sponsors. Yes, I don't think it's sponsor money. He raised eight hundred forty thousand dollars for that too. Yeah, that, that didn't hurt. No, not that paid for some stuff. Right. But, but yeah, it basically got he on his left leg. It basically got cut off above the knee. And on his right leg, it's directly below the knee, so he's got two prosthetic legs, and he can drive. 
The kid can wheel. I'd still Figuratively be, and literally. I'd still be feeling sorry for myself, I think. Yeah. I don't this kid, I don't think I'd get back in a race well, car. I mean I don't know if I have the mental fortitude. So like, yeah, a year later still not just but like not only did he get he's been in it for a while. This All isn't year. the first race no. he's ran. This is like his third pole. Yeah. Just happens to be the one that he lost his legs at yeah, last he's, year. He's killing it though. I genuinely would be surprised if we don't see this kid. I mean, he might be mid pack, you know, a, a lower level team, but I would be shocked if he doesn't end up in Formula One. No, say so I bet he will make the jump to Formula Two here. Yeah, but in the, in next, the next year or two, in the next three to five years, I think he'll be in Formula One just because number one, he's marketable. Oh, absolutely. He's friends with Lewis Hamilton after that incident, and he's clearly got some level of driving talent. So, you know, like, he might not be at a Mercedes. Uh, pro level, like Ferrari driver level, but there's no reason he couldn't be in like a Renault Sauber Haas level, you know, a mid pack driver. Yeah. So, how's your F1 fantasy thing going? Uh, rocking it. <laughs> Still doing well, are you? I'm, uh, last I checked, I was over 200 points ahead of second oh, place. Oh, damn. Uh, who is Austin? Eat it. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> man, he's just like, Dude, I'm flinging I te- shit. I, 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 te- te- I teed him up for that one. That was partially uh, my fault. I don't like. I can't remember what the exact number was, but I want to say last last race, the best score that anybody made in the entire world was like two oh four, and I'm like two hundred and one points <laughs> ahead or something like that. So it's like, dude, I you guys are screwed. <laughs> yeah, I have a strategy. And it works. And I'm going to reveal it at the end of the season, but I have a strategy and it works. Or do you want to wait until you're done doing fantasy altogether? Or are you not getting invited next year? No, at the end of the season, when when this when this year's over, I'll, I'll give him, I'll give him my strategy. I think the other thing is that like I don't have anybody that I like more than somebody else. So sure, I don't. You're pick, no bias. There's no I favoritism. I don't pick with my heart. I I pick who's probably. Gonna, I mean, you know the the guesses each week are always a mixture of Ferrari and Mercedes. Cause they're the ones who are always somewhere in the mix. And so I always get points from them, but I have a strategy for the other half of the points system that I'm going to keep quiet. Robbie knows it. Cause it's similar to what I'm doing. I just waited too long to try it. Yeah. <laughs> and it nice. works. Well, good for you in that <laughs> particular podcast war that's ongoing. It's really yep. a war we're winning. We're winning on their fantasy. Well, I guess you can you're win winning on their fantasy. You can win. Just, you can win. It it can be an us versus I'm in, them. I'm thing. in two podcast uh, fantasy groups, and I'm winning at both of them. So. Oh. <laughs> That's good. What's, what is the other one? Team Clearcoat. Yep, Team Clearcoat and Radial Podcast. I'm winning in both. <laughs> they're oh, they got it. Making it. enemies in the podcast. We world. really are. Jared Deanna hates us. It's other fine. podcasts hate us. Yeah, Vegans fine. hate us. <laughs> Who else hates us? <laughs> Honda owners, Subaru owners, Porsche owners, rotary lovers, Ro- yeah, rotary. rotary people don't like us very much. SR20 people hate us. SR20 people are yeah, not a fan. Uh, Michael managed to make friends with Mustang uh, and Coyote fans last week, so that's good. I've always liked the Mustang. That's good. We're back. We're you know, don't don't laugh. Kind of. Burnt, I've always liked the Mustang. Uh, yeah, new yeah. gen Camaro owners. We kind of burned that bridge. Fuck those people. <laughs> I know for sure there's people <laughs> that own those. Not the brand brand new one, not the 2019. Yeah. Oh, not the 19. Well, we yeah, if you have an 18 or older, oh, I, yeah, it's okay. It's then. all good, man. You got a 19, like 
We Let's can't be friends. Don't send me a friend request. Like, <laughs> don't even follow me on you know Instagram. What? You can't send him a friend request. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, privacy. Yeah, privacy settings settings are <laughs> don't even follow me on Instagram. That's public. Like, I'll just block you. <laughs> you make really poor decisions. This is my point. <laughs> I don't need that in my life. I don't even want a, your vibe around me. You'll make you enough know, poor decisions on my own. I don't need yours, too. Not anything. I'll take your poor decisions. Not rejecting not, your poor decisions not, on me? I'll not I'll anything that poor. Jeez. <laughs> You spend that money like solving world hunger. No, I mean, that wouldn't really get very far in world it's hunger. Better than the stupid shit that the, that person bought. Could just spend it on a Mustang or something. You should have spent it on a Mustang. He could do whatever he wants with his money. Moving on. Someday <laughs> you'll be able to buy that car, pull the motor out of it, and scrap the rest of it. So you could think or, that guy. Or because let's be real here, those aren't going to be worth anything. Or somebody's going to start the 2018 front end conversion company, and I'll just have them convert it, and we'll move <laughs> on with life. Or you could tie it into the next story that we're going to do, which yeah. is got some the, things to say about this. The too. pace car for the SECA runoffs is silly and doesn't exist. I'm so it mad exists, about it. But no, no, that company's dead, Robbie. Let it die. No, this company makes cars for people. Okay, so it's. Air quotes the new Trans Am. It's oh, he's saying what he's saying is it doesn't exist because the, the new Trans Am doesn't exist. Pontiac but this company dead. exists. Let it go. Uh, no, it's a brand new Pontiac also, Trans I think it's Am. Ridiculous that they have twin turbo, thousand horsepower cars leading a bunch of spec Miatas in the assort. You no, what's going to happen? You know is, what I mean? Is they're like, going to they're going to hire that same executive from GM <laughs> to drive that, and he's going to crash it into a wall. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> Oh, is this the traction control button? Straight off into the wall. It's ridiculous. I think it's ugly. It every time they do one of these conversions, they're terrible. Yeah, they charge it's, a whole yeah, shitload of money. So for So much money. Yeah, so, so basically, they're taking a new Camaro and putting a retrofitted bumper that kind of looks it's like the kit. old body. Yeah, body kit that looks like the old Trans Am from like Burt Reynolds era. And the hood flips forward and has the shaker. The hood flips forward? The hood flips forward and the shaker hood thing. That's not a thing. That's a thing. (sighs) Apparently it's a BMW. And they have a super riced out interior with like the the bird on the. the, No. What? Yeah, the bird's in the, the, like in the door sill. Oh. See? Door sill. Why? Big big bird. Uh, What do they call it? Like the fire hawk? Fire chickens? The fire Fire chickens. They got embroidered in the seats. Uh, it's broidered in the back seats. Oh, here's a blue one. It looks like your car. It's basically the same Camaro, but with Trans Am stuff like your Camaro. You know who owns one of these? It says Trans Am Richard on it. Rawlings. Does he really? Sold. No, I'm just saying, like, that's that's, that's the, the target market here. It's I got a Magnuson re- supercharger on it. I hope the SCCA is getting paid f- for that car to be their pace car. That's all I have to say about it. Let's ask Hayward. Yeah, Why? Hayward, what's going on here? He's marketing. He's never going to come back here. No, he will. <laughs> yeah, he's got to tell us about next year. That's fair. And then talk to us about this uh, Pontiac Trans Am. It's not a Pontiac. This GM Trans Am. It's a bad conversion of a bad car. Whoa. I, yeah, I'll go with that. The Trans Ams are great cars. No, it's it's, not, it's, the, a, it's a Camaro oh, that's oh, wearing okay. a skirt. It's not anything. It's not. Yeah. No, Burt Reynolds, 1978. Trans Am, Fire Chicken, whatever her name was. Mm. But my point is, what? Are you kidding me? What was her? Are name? you kidding are you ta- me? Was it? Wasn't her? Are, Hold you, ta- on a are you talking? Uh, 
It's oh, way before my time. What's her name? What is her name? name? You gotta be. It's Sally t- Field. Sally yeah, Field. yeah, there it is. You wouldn't, you, you, you wouldn't kick her out of bed. Even I'm now? I'm not a Sally Field fan. She's not, I'm, that's not where I'm at. I mean, I might not let her eat Cheetos in bed, but I wouldn't kick her out of it. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying Sally Field's not my, she's not your jam. She's not my jam. Like as an actor? Just, well, yeah, like does I don't. She have any yeah. t- does she have any like arm tattoos or anything? No. <laughs> God, well, then I'm out. <laughs> no, I'm just. <laughs> she, she needs to sleep. I'm out. Otherwise, I'm out. I yeah, I never really liked Sally Field. I don't know. Maybe she was good in something else, but I. Hey, you know, I you love know. people Smoking from and the Bandit. people you know from that generation. Not great. Smoking and the Bandit. Let's burn. You, you guys burn some bridges elsewhere. I'm just going to say it. Smokey and the Bandit is a terrible Can- movie. No. And so is Cannonball. I said it. No, I'm good with Cannonball that. Cannonball, though, terrible. <laughs> I'm good with that for sure. But Smokey Wait, and the Bandit and is an American also? treasure. I have, I have no idea. No, but no it is not. Burt Reynolds, Reynolds was. Burt Reynolds is Burt an Reynolds American is. treasure. But yeah, that yeah movie she was, is not. She was because he was in Smokey and the Bandit. No. That was the highlight of his career. No. That's why he owns so many Smokey and the Bandit edition Trans Ams. <sighs> She was also in Forrest Gump, and I didn't like her in Forrest Gump either. That's because that's not you ever a have good people movie. you just don't you just oh, don't connect with. It's not a good movie. Whoa, it's Forrest Gump's a good movie, no, but I just, just I don't dumb. know. I don't know. You don't ever get that where you see somebody. Tobey Maguire. That's another person. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like. Tobey he just like won't watch movies that they're. No, I'm, I'm right absolutely. there with him. He is the worst actor I've ever seen, and he's a multimillionaire. I'm trying to think of who he's Spider Man. He, yeah, he no, no, I know. I'm just me. trying to think of my guy, like who I don't. Sally Field, I could Sally Field's compared to Tobey. I mean, Tobey Maguire literally makes me irate. <laughs> I'm pretty close. Like he made a deal with the devil, or he <laughs> killed some ambassador for the government, or something, and then they wrote him a meal ticket for the rest of his life. He is a horrible actor. <laughs> I won't say he's a horrible actor, but I can't stand Johnny Depp except for like two movies. I liked him in Blow, and that's it. I can think of off the top of my head. Uh, that's fair. He's he's kind of like obnoxious. But people are like way into him. You hear his burn rate a month is like $20 million or something? I'm sure it is. He's an annoying human being. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't know. Sometimes there's, just, has, those, there's just those he people has a that keeper you just don't. Somebody has to, like, he basically gets an allowance. Some people need that. He Alan Iverson needed that, and he got that. He still ended up like losing it all, but that's neither here nor there. I don't know who that is. Basketball player. Okay. That's kind of what I figured. So anyway, 1978, Burt Reynolds, mustache, Trans Am, driving around. That would have been a great trucker. I would have taken truck, that as a truck car. Truck driver doing stuff. Cops. Cool. Very cool. Definition yeah, of cool absolutely. by some people. That is, is terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Smokey the Bandit is cool. It Maybe. Okay. How about this? It's cool, but it's not good. Yes. I think it's a fantastic movie. No. You know who else loves that movie? Who? Finnegan. Well, that that what well, does that tell? Of course it does. So he, that, they think they think he... the Dukes of Hazard is good, and it's not. The old one or the new one? The old one. The I old like, one. I like the new one. <laughs> <laughs> That's just because Jessica Simpson's in it, and Burt Reynolds is in it. Oh, he is in it. Oh, he is in it. He's, he's, he's awesome in it. He's really good in it. Actually, he's, I forgot he's, about that. He's hilarious in that one. That's true. And Jessica Simpson's in it in her prime. In her prime, yeah. <laughs> Like good Jessica Simpson, not tops. Yeah, just tops. Yeah, <laughs> she was doing well. There was a reason she was cast for that role. <laughs> yeah, not her acting skills. <laughs> I'll give you that much. <laughs> that movie is terrible. Yeah, but it's so good. It's, it's so good. I think that the only thing that's good about that movie is Burt is Burt. 
Jessica Simpson. Yeah, it's, it's just it's but like the acting, the acting. No, no, no. Of everybody I didn't say, I didn't say the acting's good. Yeah. I said it's a good movie. Are you saying you not a good are movie. you saying Johnny Knoxville's not a good actor? Is that what you're oh, saying? Oh shit, it was Johnny Knoxville, wasn't it? Who is, is that? What you telling me? I don't, uh, Sean William Scott. Is who you're thinking of? Yeah, yeah just that, that was the one. other guy. He was kind of a bummer. Seth, I liked it. You know what we should do? We should, I, have, I like we should have like I a that. bad car guy movie night. That's like every movie. Let's just hang out and watch bad car guy movies. That's like every car guy movie though, right? I'm down. Fast and Furious is terrible. <laughs> you know what movie I like? That's The acting's bad. Need for Speed. I love Need for Speed. I know. It's a, ter- <laughs> but, it's but a it's terrible, terrible movie. <laughs> is that it's a the, bad movie. Is that the one where they wrecked the Koenigseggs? Yeah, and they had the Mustang. Okay, that part yeah, of it's kind, I watched of, that movie. kind of interesting yeah, yeah. that they actually wrecked real cars. But I mean, they were cars without engines, but they were real cars. I watched that movie. Yeah. It was all right. Yeah. I mean, I've seen worse things on purpose. The stupid Mustang. The stupid Mustang. The stupid Mustang. <laughs> that was not good. The the scene where the guy quits his job is hilarious. Cinematic gold. It's pretty funny. The the movie's pretty funny. I like uh what's his face? I can't remember his name. Aaron, Aaron Paul. Paul. Oh, okay. Yeah. But he's totally hit or miss for me too, though. He's pretty good, but when he's not good, he's really bad. Yes. I like how this episode just turned into like a weird movie review. Yeah, whatever. We could. Who cares? That was like one of our longest episodes. That's because he had a li- he had like a book, <laughs> and we didn't yeah, even yeah, and we didn't even touch on like half of them. We, we said we were going to come back to documentaries because he had a whole other page. And like, I, I haven't seen them all yet. Got to get through this. Still haven't. It's going to be a four Sorry. hour podcast. <laughs> we could t- we could talk about all the books I have. <laughs> we do need people did request books. Robbie's book. I should, I should just make a list. I've just never follow read. me on Instagram. I post most of the books I read. Not a book reader. I don't have time just, for it. It happens. I would like to. You just gotta make time, man. It's not. It's, like, it's about exercising the mind. It's not a thing. I still haven't opened that Jude Angelini book. Hey, I Can bought. I, just, I bought uh, uh, Motorsports Medicine. I think you like that. What's that? It's about like the health and stuff about. Being, oh, I would read that for I, sure. That's what I thought of you when I when I picked it yeah. up. I was like, Michael's gonna borrow this. I'll borrow it. Is it pro vegan? I don't think so. You need protein. It could be all right. I wonder what they say though, because I'm not. When I see, I don't. Want it's, I'm sure it's kind of dated because it's not a new book. Yeah, I won't so. name any names because I'm not Adam. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's some training stuff that, that I see, and I go, eh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that looks like b- bullshit. <laughs> uh, I I think there's training you should do. Absolutely. And I wonder how many people actually do training. I'm like, yeah, I do. You know, I do stuff. Blah, blah, blah. I'll be honest. At the track, we don't need to go into the details, but I had a really shit week. Yep. And then I get really nervous before I go on track. I'm not like Phil Hill, um, James Hunt. Up. Yeah, I don't throw up, but I'm like, I'm like pacing. I'm like nervous. I'm real anxious. Kind of should be. I have to be like, I'm fine the second I'm on track. But like leading up to it, getting the car ready, getting myself ready. I'm just a nervous wreck. So between that and then like just having a shitty week and having being anxious from that, I was borderline between just like super amped and like a complete shutdown. Right. So I just needed to be on track. Right. Yeah. But I was going to go full 1970s prep and just have a cigarette and go on track. Should have been smoking one through your helmet. Just like, yeah, marble red, get on track. They probably would have like I, raised your heart rate. And that, yeah, I would, I would have had like a panic attack Nicotine at that point. starts kicking in. You're not used to it. You're like, ah, I'm going to die. Yeah. I was thinking about that. I was like, okay, so I need to calm down. I, I didn't. I just drank some water and went out. There's not much you can you can do. No. No, not really. I just need you to just get, just get used to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think it's you a should always thing. be at some level anxious, nervous, 
when going out and doing that stuff at all. Like, you know, yeah. you need to respect the, Hyper aware the of what situation. You're doing. Yeah. You should be at least a, uh, at some level a little nervous about it. Well, if you're not, yeah, if you're not a little bit amped about it, you're not, what's the point? Right. I mean, that's, that's the whole point of doing it. It's exciting. Sure. I enjoy it. Right. It's an adrenaline rush. Until you go from fifth to second, slide into the grass. That's an adrenaline rush in a bad way. Oh, man. It's a good way to blow a motor. That's a great way to watch a Mustang go right there. About got me. Those uh, push rods don't like that kind of RPM. Oh, no. The RPM really didn't climb that much. I was coming just, into, I was co- going into a stop or uh, into a turn. Oh, okay. so I was slowing way down. I was supposed to be into fourth, went to second. I got you. Let off the clutch, went, spun the tires, and then I was in the grass. Oh, okay. So I mean, yeah, it wasn't like happened a, super fast. Yeah, I'm there. I got you. But the Trans Am sucks. The Trans Am is is poor. I just think it's. Silly. I just my point was we just need to let it die. I think it's silly that they are using a thousand horsepower twin turbo car as no, their pace car. No, it's a supercharged. Oh, are they, is this one supercharged? I think, I think the Trans Am's are Magnuson superchargers. Oh, okay. Well, still, it's a thousand horsepower. So, yeah, car. it is a thousand horsepower. It, it, <laughs> and there's like what two of them in the world? What did they do before this? I don't know. I assume they just like <laughs> Miata chasing Miata. Well, yeah, like I've, a, you know, there's probably. Mazda. I mean, I would assume that they have, you know, Honda or Mia or Mazda or Ford or something like that. That a regular Camaro is probably putting money into the event. And would provide a pace car. There's a I see an S2000, an RSX, ooh, ooh. so Honda, a Camaro, Honda, Camaro, Chevy. That's, a, that's a, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, and I don't know how Mustangs, the searches, Corvettes. Those are yeah. all great options. Cars that you yeah. could buy. Cars that you could buy. Well, you could Chevy buy that too Lumina? if you had way too much money. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, it's kind of they're kind of custom one-offs for the most part. Did you see that uh, Hennessy is doing a six-wheeled Colorado? Silverado. Is it a Silverado? It's a Silverado. I can't even tell the difference it's between any of the trucks anymore. It's a six by six Silverado. That makes more sense. I mean, it doesn't make sense, but it makes more sense than a Colorado. Yes, it's a ridiculous and and it is machine. it is a horrible rendering. Yeah, the picture that I saw of and it. It's, which the red one? Yeah, yeah. It says Hennessy all the way across the grill. Looks like that child added it with paint in the paint program, not with actual paint. We'll see how many actually come to existence. You're right. It is a full size truck, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's a Silverado. I think it'd be cooler as a Colorado. I'd be more be into a. I'd be more into like an LT swapped six by six Colorado. It'd be mean. That'd be sweet. That thing. Well, it's probably seven hundred horsepower or something because it's Tennessee. But right, exactly. It's heavy. So at least, yeah. Kind of getting weirded out by how they Photoshop those wheels in there. Isn't it bad? The Photoshop the, of it is terrible. Like we made this. You didn't make shh. Yeah, you got your uh, your rear wheels look like they're really offset. Yeah, they're a little. Because they're based, they're behind the front wheel at this point. The the grill really bothers me. It says Hennessy all the way bet, across. And it's it. not even on there straight. I bet it lights up. The word Hennessy, yeah, yeah, it could. I bet it does easily do that. I bet it's an option. The sad Racer. thing is, if they can figure out how to make it, they will sell every single one of them that they make because. Well, yeah, it doesn't matter what it costs. The either. lunatic that bought Marilyn Manson, or not Marilyn Manson. <laughs> I I might buy his car. Might buy his uh, his. Uh, <laughs> Is uh, Lincoln? Someone's already done weird stuff in that, so then you don't feel yeah, so it's, bad. It's about it's all it. over with by yeah, now. I can't possibly do the weirdest stuff in that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no way. Yeah. After we went to that show of his, that dude's on a different planet. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he remembered being in Des Moines. There's no way. Just read his autobiography, people. Great book. 
Great book. He's a great writer. Isn't he, didn't he study yeah, journalism? He, he, journalism. He was get he had a, I think he has a journalist degree. Journalism degree. Hmm. So he writes well. He's super faded now, but yeah, all the time. He was sharp years ago. Hmm. That's kinda sad. Just strange. So Hennessy's strange. You know what? Everything's strange. Every the world is a strange place. Let's go live in the woods. South Dakota's nice. Not a I'm lot of people. More about this uh, Pacific Island, honestly. He needs the nuclear island. He's done. <laughs> yeah, just have, have a timeline that. I just don't want this to be drug out, dude. I know a place that you could go that there is there's like tons of living space. Like you could have as much space as you as you want. Chernobyl or yes, uh, that's kind of what I figured <laughs> you were going for. You could choose any room you want, yeah. and there's literally. Thousands. So there's a Facebook article floating around about the hybrid dog wolves that are running around there. Adorable. Yeah, I'm sure they are. So I'm sure they are. So do they glow? I don't know. Their eyes do there's it only night, one way sure. to find out. Go hang out there. River Monsters did an episode there. Yeah. You're searching for you know, mutated fish. Which I'll bet are delicious. <laughs> He's gonna know. Alright, I think that's it. That's you all guys right. done? Yeah. Let's wrap it up. Catch you guys next week.